You are listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700. And you can listen online at conservativetalkabq.com. I'd like to invite you to check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can check out replays of all my previous shows, as well as the interesting things I have posted on there. Also, I really do post a lot of interesting stuff on my Facebook page, too. So if you guys are on Facebook, check out Freedom Speak with Becca Marie on Facebook. And I post a lot of things on there that I talk about on the radio show. I post a lot of things on there that I don't talk about on the radio show. Um, some of the stuff that's a little bit further out there, I, I don't necessarily talk about on the radio show, but yeah, whatever. So I'm here with my uh, guest, Derek. And, Hello. And, and oh, whoops. That was a little, bleh. sorry, everybody. <laughs> Why did my brain just kind of freeze on me? Virginia. Yeah. Virginia. Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Virginia Gonzalez. I, you know what? I remember so many things. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that I, I'm really well read on yes. things. But names, oh, I'm for, se- for some reason, unless I say somebody's name several times, yeah. names for some rise- reason will just slip my mind. I always need I don't know m- why. mnemonic devices. Like yeah. I, I'll yeah. tell people Virginia and I'm yeah. tall, so I say Virginia Slims. Hey, there you go. <laughs> when you see me, think of Virginia Slims. Right. <laughs> or yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus, although... I've heard that way too many times in my life. I think there is. What do you? What I do you don't believe so. I think that the <laughs> na- the letters have been jumbled, and uh, it really is Satan Claus. But that's okay. Well, you know, the the whole <laughs> since we've gotten on that subject, uh, the the whole thing with Santa Claus apparently goes back many many years yes. ago to an actual real person. Yes. Yeah, Saint Nicholas. Saint Nicholas. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that would uh, give Who? gifts. Yeah, Before he was even a sainthood, which the Catholic Church made him sainthood, right. he yeah. wasn't necessarily, there's no proof that he was a Catholic, and, but that he, yeah, he made toys. Right, yeah. and and do you know where the traditional Santa Claus came from? Do you know that? No, I do not. Oh, I know that. Oh, Coca-Cola invented the, invented oh, yes. the really? traditional Santa Claus. Oh, they see, did. there you go. As a, as a like, a promotion yeah. for, for Coca-Cola during Christmas. And uh, there's a lot of products out there that you can find, vintage products that you can find out, Coca-Cola products out there that oh. have Santa Claus on them, the, the traditional Santa Claus kind of look. And and I was talking to somebody about that's this. That's why red. Because yeah. remember, Coke was sense. red. Right. And that's why they had the red the suit, red, red and red white suit. suit. Yeah. I didn't think about that, yeah. but yeah. But the See. red, what other colors? I, no, well, I'm a big Coke I mean, fan, actually. I collect I, Coke I, marabilia. They got some cool stuff. And not many people know that. Yes. <laughs> but I do. I, I don't know. I just always like the styling and the retro, like uh-huh. how they keep the, keep the art deco and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I really dig it. But like yeah, I've collected a lot of Coke stuff. Ask my wife. Like, yeah, they got neat stuff. I they got cool stuff. They, there's a they had a fridge. They, I even have a Coke uh, that uh, a Coke toaster, but it doesn't a toast. Coke toaster? No, it's even better. It okay. it it cooks the hot dogs and toast the buns and you press it down <laughs> really? and it says coca-cola on it and it's the coolest the thing ever time? all at the same time uh, it the cooks audience? the hot dogs and toasts the bun i now want one of those audience can't see your face derek but i just saw a 10 year old oh yes yes <laughs> that was the, yes yes oh yeah i'm not opposed to santa claus the the heart behind it because it's a beautiful thing that this individual it did. makes christmas christmas magical for children what i know I when i was a kid like it about did for me it takes the focus off of, of jesus, uh-huh. jesus. Yeah. And, yeah and i grew up as a kid enjoying santa claus oh, i grew up catholic um but i also understood the reason for the season yeah. and then as i grew older and and uh 
uh, stronger in my faith, I was able to understand a lot more. Now we know the day and all that. It's paganism has been, you know, merged with uh, Catholicism, which has been merged with Christianity. So it's somewhat of a hodgepodge of a holiday per se. Yeah. But it is an observance of the birth of our Savior it Jesus is. Christ. And so Santa Claus, and I jokingly see say Satan Claus because everything contrary to God is is satanic. It's satanic, yeah. Right. And so I jokingly say that, but not to steal, you know, the joy away from children. I, my son grew up when he was little and my grandchildren as well was Santa Claus and mm-hmm. And then when it was appropriate for them to know the truth, you know, of course, we broke it to them gently. And nobody yeah. had to go to therapy, so <laughs> they're all good. good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, another interesting thing, too, that uh, Coca-Cola, since we mentioned Coca-Cola, is that I was talking to somebody about this the other day that didn't know this little bit of trivia. I love trivia. The I love the Charlie Brown Peanuts cartoons. Yes. I yes. love them. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that the... The Charlie Brown Christmas, which I love that one. That's like one of my favorite. I love the music in it and everything. As a matter of fact, probably for the Christmas show that I'm going to do in a couple weeks, I think I'm going to include a lot of Christmas music, which will be some of that too, because I love the Charlie Brown Christmas music. Nice. <laughs> but the uh, the whole thing with the Charlie Brown Peanuts characters also was a an invention of Coca-Cola. Now, in the original airing of the Peanuts uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, it was it was a do- designed to be a Christmas special that Coca-Cola sponsored. Yes. And they actually uh, ha- paid to have have the show made. Yeah. And at the like the one scene where they're on the the the, the lake and they're skating on the lake yeah. and, and I can't remember who it is that slips and falls and slides to the edge of the lake, but in the original, there's a Coke machine there, yeah. in which they run into. Yeah. Um, but it was such a huge hit, the Charlie Brown Christmas was, that they said, hey, we need, we need to make this a, a regular thing. Yeah. So the, then they made other Peanuts yeah. cartoons mm-hmm. Yeah. as a result of that. But Love it. there again, the original Peanuts was a invention of Coca-Cola, mm. just like the well, traditional uh, 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 image of Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Uh-huh. I don't know if, like, I, I don't know... I, I agree with you that, yeah, anything contrary to God. But, like, I mean, I don't think the people that made it back in the day were like, oh, yes, we're satanic and we're going to get them. No, I, I think it was genuinely like, hey, there's this story of Nicholas <laughs> who made toys, so let's use that. And I think they invented it to make it more fun, right? Right. As we know, good intentions road to hell, right? Right, right. The the road to hell is paved in good intentions. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, Santa Claus has always been a tough thing because I tried to stay away away from it with my kids. But the problem is is all the other kids Mm -hmm. knew about it. So how do you deal with it? So it's more like I worked it as it's going to be their choice and what they decide. And then when they figured it out, I would say, yes, you're right. There's no such thing as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wouldn't push it so that they wouldn't be so disappointed when they figured it out. They'd be like, no, nah, I kind of figured it out already, Dad, mm-hmm. that it was you mm-hmm. that was Santa Claus. <laughs> we and, were just milking it because we know we'd get more presents. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so they they knew it was me. They kind of figured it out. because, And then eventually it became, oh, what is Dad like yeah. to eat on Christmas Eve? 
Yeah. And that's what my kids would ask. Well, what does dad want to eat on Christmas Eve? What does he like? And so they would get me cookies or whatever I was kind of like up for that night. Like one time was Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups. And I was like, ooh, I want Reese's peanut butter cups. That's what I want. And you know what I really like? So guess what was at the, guess what was at the fireplace? <laughs> Reese's peanut butter oh my cups. <laughs> well, you know what I really like at Christmas? My mom. And mom, I know you're listening. You always listen to all my shows. My mom makes the best chocolate chip cookies. Oh, oh my god! Oh, I believe it. They're like fluffy and big and oh. chewy, and it's like oh, that's my favorite. I don't type know of how she right does there. it, but they're fantastic. And it's like, yeah, uh, she said she's going to make some for me mm. when I go there for Christmas this year. Mm. So I'm looking and forward to it. And where's there? Ohio. Oh, geez, can I go? Sure. All sure. right, yeah. like, mom, we're coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, but like I said, I think Christmas since we're coming up to it right and we've already had all this political fallout i think christmas is you're right it's still the observance and i think we need to look at it because like i struggled i i really struggled in my life spiritually do i observe christmas like i was you know even with my kids do i have my kids observe christmas or do i wait until the new year around may when we know that's probably when it's around May or June that they somewhere believed, around there. yeah, mm-hmm. it was somewhere mm-hmm. around there that Jesus was born. Should we observe it then? Mm-hmm. But my wife, she's she's sometimes she can be very wise. Sometimes, sometimes she can. We could get into the you know <laughs> into the weeds. <laughs> into the weeds. There I we go. Gotcha. I but, still uh, want you to be married when you leave. No, no, no. <laughs> she, my wife, we're actually very. Uh, I've made sure we keep a very honest direct way and be honest with each other not be afraid to tell each other hey you know that wasn't cooler oh i don't care (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but it was she was really wise in the sense of saying well you know it's an observance you know Mm -hmm. and it's funny i thanks to the propaganda of christmas i thought the wise men showed up the day of or the day after Jesus's birth. Not mm-hmm. true. Not true. Not no. True. My wife was the one who taught me this mm-hmm. that it was months later. Months later. Months later. Maybe after longer his birth. than that. Maybe maybe I, even a year. You know, I when I was in another life on another station, I I told the story of the true nativity. Right. And I think for my Christmas show this year, I'm going to do that again. Oh, I'm nice. going to work on that and kind of revise that a little bit and really yeah. polish it really good. Um, and I'm going to tell that real story because the, the story of the nativity that we've all been taught is, you know, once again, it's, it's one of those commercialized. What they do is they put it into, a, just like Thanksgiving, you know, they put it into a form that, that they believe easy, the lowest easy, common lowest common right. denominator can understand it. Palatable, palatable but, to the masses. Palatable to the masses. But yeah. you know, the whole concept of, of what a manger is and and what they mean by an inn and mm-hmm. and yeah. when who the wise men were and when yeah. they actually showed up, that is all uh, the story that is traditionally told is t- completely inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so uh, if you guys are listening, if you listen to my Christmas show, I'm going to tell that story, and I, I think you might find it really informative. That. Yeah, and Thank see, my you. wife was yeah. really into Second Christmas, and I didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. That's, and I was like, "What is Second Christmas? <laughs> what is that?" She's like, "No, that it really exists. It's it's celebrating when the when the Magi came to Jesus to give gifts. Mm-hmm. So 
my wife would want to have second Christmas. So we give gifts on second Christmas because mm-hmm. that's when the gift giving is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when really we should be exchanging gifts is the second Christmas when the Magi show up, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, oh, that's yeah. okay. Sure. I have, well, we fought about it originally, you know, not fought as in fight, but argued, you know, and debated it. But I, you know, when she, when we really got to the root words, I was like, oh my gosh, Ash, you're right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I got this wrong, wrong. And I had to admit it. It was tough, but I still said, no, Ash, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm so sorry that I pushed it so hard on this. But you got to understand from my view and, and my upbringing right. was that point of view for until I was 20 or almost 30. I think it was about 30 when we had this argument. And so I thought this until I was 30 years old. Hmm. And you got to understand, I felt like I was a, a person that tried to always keep an open mind, a person that tried to always, you know, make sure to be wise and, and, and let God put the wisdom in me, you know, but gosh, I got that wrong for 30 years. That killed me. That, that hurt me. Well, you know, you, you talk about that, and you, then we wonder why people are so easily manipulated sure. with false information. There you go. Um, I, I can tell you— If they you, grow up with it, yeah. they're locked into it. Mm-hmm. But if—I've you know, noticed, though, but if somebody didn't grow up with it but then started hearing it in 10, 20 years into their life— there's a little bit more, I mm-hmm. think, space to open up and say, nah, it's not right. Well, you know, that's why I do this. You know, I, I have found that when I start, when I, I really, really, truly feel that all of this scamdemic and everything that's been going on for the past few years was an awakening for me. And I think it was an awakening for a lot of people. And I started asking a lot of questions at that point. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I honestly will admit, I believe that like a lot of people, I was somewhat asleep before then. Yep. I was just living my life, doing my thing. This up. Huh? I'm glad you brought this up. That's yeah. absolutely correct. No, I, I think it's a great thing to bring up. And it's like, I, I really do feel like I was awakened and I really started asking a lot of questions. And like the story of the nativity, it's like, well, I just believed that that was the, the true story, literally until I really started digging and started doing some research. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and so I... It, it's a wonderful story, but the story that that is told traditionally is not is not correct. Is not correct. Not even close. No. Yeah. Um, so that's why uh, I I did some research and told the real story, which I will tell again this year. So well, yeah. and that goes to I want. Do you mind if I segue into one of your references here? No, go for it. Which one, Jeff? This segues to the children afraid of climate change. We can do that. Well, this kind of segues into that. Is it does again. What is being taught to our children? So, again, I believed that the Magi showed up a few days later, a week later, mm-hmm. or the day of the birth, that they saw the star and they went, right? But I was way wrong, okay? You have children in climate change, right? So I'll let you do it, Rebecca. But, like, yeah, this, this article that you sent me, it depressed me a little bit. Oh, they've... You know this this scamdemic, and I and I believe this is intentional. Mm-hmm. I I I believe that dist- breaking the spirit of children is yeah. part of what the plan was. Sure. Yes. And yes. because what they literally want to do is they want to they want to exterminate 
80% of the population. Yep. Like Eugenics. I talked about at the beginning of, uh, on my monologue. Mm-hmm. This is something they really want to do. Bill Gates wants to do. This is what he's been preaching forever. Mm-hmm. You know, Charles, uh, Charles Schwab, you know, this guy that, you know, you know, but, and I listened to one of uh, our other hosts that's on another show uh, on this station the other day, and he brought up an interesting point. If these people really believe what they're saying, that population like Bill Gates and, Char- and, and Schwab, that they really believe that we need to reduce the population to save the planet, why don't they start with themselves? No. Right. Exactly. Okay, Bill, why don't you just take yourself and out right now and set an example for everybody else. And get rid of all your excessiveness, yeah. your jets, your cars, your planes, your mm. your factories, all your, the technology, all the technology electricity. you have created that uses yes. electricity because you've created the internet, you've put it together, your servers are the ones that are serving mm-hmm. the, the clients and all this other stuff and that are sucking down a massive amount of power mm-hmm. so people can watch their videos and movies because I'll tell you folks, there is still other ways to enjoy TV and movies mm-hmm. without needing streaming and watching your account drain out from all these, you know, you know, fifteen twenty dollars. I did it hits. when I was a kid. Back when we had three television stations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and VCR. You know. I love the VCR. We didn't back have in those the then either. But you look you at know. this from a biblical worldview, and you realize uh, when I was in fifth grade, I remember my teacher, Mrs. Martino, telling us that was the year that we landed on the moon. I'm mm-hmm. fifty nine years old, so just to give perspective, right. supposedly. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I really hope we did. Uh, yeah, supposedly. <laughs> So we did. But that year, I remember her. I was in fifth grade, and she was sharing graphic models of the population of the planet. So they were already indoctrinating us Mm -hmm. as children to think that uh, we were not valued as people. Right. Now you see children growing up in this world, and what is it? uh, Without God, there is no hope. So all they're seeing is people talking about the planet is is expiring. We're overusing our resources. Um, We're not going to make it. Death is imminent. COVID is going to kill you. Wear your mask. Social well, distance. And then you deal with these kids now, and they're terrified. They have no idea of what was the master's plan in the beginning. This is not intended to be forever. Children uh, are not supposed to live in fear. No, they're not. And when you look at, it, ultimately, the resources that God created on this planet, and uh, we are a very small planet in a very large universe we don't even know begin to tap into what the ocean has much less what the universe has but no you're absolutely right you asteroids have gold platinum sure i mean it's i'm sorry it's confirmed that they have gold platinum coal maybe we have there's other things there's there's resources around us there's resources underneath us there is you you won't can't believe what you could use from the mantle um you know, and there's a lot of research that's been done about it. And there's scientists that have come out and said, yes, we can fix a lot of these problems. There is nuclear scientists that say we can make nuclear reactors that are, you know, that can fit into a small container. Mm-hmm. Like a small container. So think uh, the big containers. No, the smaller containers that you can rent and put in front of your house or something to store stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. They can put a whole nuclear reactor that would run like your whole neighborhood and plus that. But, and they won't melt down. They're made to not melt down. It's a different technique that they used. It was invented years ago. 
But uh, do we see anybody doing that? No. Why? Why? Because they're living in fear because, oh, my God, radiation, da-da-da-da-da. Well, it, it's funny. If you talk to a nuclear scientist, radiation isn't as bad as you think, and it's manageable. Is it deadly in certain respects? Sure. Yes. But if you use it in other ways, in good ways, there is little – like they can – like a, a nuclear scientist, a guy, he's on YouTube called Thunderfoot. He likes to debunk a lot of the things of, even though he believes there's a problem with the planet, he still debunks a lot of the environmentalists in the sense, especially like he says, look at the sun. If you look at, if you categorize the sun's energy and what it puts on the earth compared to what humans do. The hu so he showed a box of the sun, which is a huge yellow box. Mm -hmm. And the humans were, you couldn't even see no, our impact. Yeah. Mm -mm. You couldn't even see, you barely see, it was a speck mm -hmm. of our impact on the earth's transformation or change of weather and everything it's all done by the sun and how many sun scientists in nasa have said the sun is what's causing our warming or cooling cycles well think about it logically i mean the sun has to be changing on a regular basis yep. i mean the sun does have a, fine amount, a finite amount of fuel right oh okay? yes and, and it has to regulate that and, fuel and as it you know, as that reaction continues yep. on a daily basis, that fuel is getting used up, yep. and that has got to have some kind of an effect on the output of the sun over time. Well, I mean, the, it, you know, and the sun, and it's been getting low. Okay, so there's these what they call days of grow, right, or days to grow, or something like that. So in Canada, it's gotten shorter and shorter. In America, it's starting to get shorter and shorter. So these are what days to grow. So this is the amount of grow time wherever you're at. And there's this chart you can get from, you know, the Farmer's Almanac and all this other stuff. You can get this chart of where your days to grow are. And they have mm -hmm. it. You'll see more and more and more and then less and less and less as you go to the equator and then away from the equator. So, but the days to grow in the northern hemisphere has been getting shorter and shorter for some reason. They don't know why, but if you look at the SOHO satellites and the scientists that are researching this, they're seeing that the sun cycle has gotten a little weird. And, you know, usually it's an 11-year cycle. It spins up, and it gets really tight and really, really uh, energetic, and then, it sp and then it immediately spins down, and then it slowly spins up again. So that means the magnetic, their magnetic, the magnetic sphere of the sun you know, gets really intense and then really weak, and mm -hmm. then really intense and really weak for 11-year cycle. Well, it's for past that cycle, <laughs> and hmm, we're getting these really weird weather patterns, and it hasn't cycled back up like it's supposed to, right? So that's alarming for most that they're still not sounding the alarm. Right? They're not like, oh, everybody freak out. But they're alarmed by saying, okay, well, we've studied this cycle and seen this cycle, but now that cycle has changed. What's happened? Well, then look at Revelation, right? The sun's mm -hmm. supposed to disappear. Mm -hmm. Right. It's supposed to just fizzle out, like turning a light off, mm -hmm. you know? We'll see the light, and then all of a sudden it'll go dark because of how long light takes to get from the sun to here, right? So you'll see the light, but you'll notice it getting dimmer and dimmer. I'm glad you well, brought up Revelation because I think right away when you're talking about 
this pattern of the sun and I don't know anything about what you just talked about. <laughs> Sorry. No, but it makes total sense. And then I'm thinking sun, sun. Jesus is the sun, S-O-N, S-U-N. Uh, yep. th- that's the way my brain thinks. But ultimately what I'm thinking about is uh, where God warns us in the New Testament. He says in the last days there would be terrible times. Mm-hmm. Terrible, men terrible. would be lovers of themselves. Yeah. There would yeah. be pestilences, yeah. COVID. There would be uh, uh, wars, rumors, rumors of, of wars. wars and all of those things. Yeah. And so when we look at that, I I see all of this spiritual. I'm sure you all agree as well. But I think that um, in negating to teach our children to understand the innate value that they are, the beautiful creation that God, he knew them before the foundation of the earth. Right. He knit them together in their mother's womb. Yep. They're fearfully, wonderfully made, and he has plans for them. Yeah. So they grow up in a non-godly environment and all they're told is character counts character counts for nothing if you have no moral compass or no foundation for that so then what are they left with fear yeah and it's paralyzing at a child i was a little girl and as a catholic uh, girl confirmation baptism all the whole nine yards i had this head knowledge of who god was and every every uh what was it monday through saturday my folks live like hell, and then we'd show up in our Sunday best and repent on Sunday morning and then go back to our hell yeah. life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I would go to bed at night, and I would be terrified of dying. I would be terrified that I would wake up not understanding spiritually what that meant, that I would wake up buried alive in a coffin, and I would get anxiety attacks. I went to church. I went to Catholic church. And I love my Catholic background. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm grateful that I was raised knowing there was a God. But the, terif- the, the, the terror that I had not understanding and having any kind of spiritual value in my life. And we have a country, Obama said it right, we are no longer a Christian nation. He said it when he was a president. And I, I got so angry, mm-hmm. especially when he let Muslims pray on the White House lawn. But he wasn't wrong. We call ourselves Christian, but you can, you can stand in the garage, and it's not going to make you a car. You can go to church; it doesn't make you a Christian. Right. What helps us understand and know who we are is that hole in our heart that God put there can be filled with nothing except for Him. And when fear replaces that, that's not of God. There, there well, are a lot of pe- there are a lot of people that consider themselves Christian, like you, something you just said, mm. that consider themselves Christians because they go to church. Right. Going to church doesn't make you a Christian. Mm-mm. Being a Catholic doesn't make you a Christian. Correct. Okay? Only, you makes know, you just a practicer. Accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior, ma- savior makes That's you a right. Christian. As the that Lord is says, the only I'm, way. Right. As the Lord says, I am yes. the way, the truth, and the light. Yeah. No one can be, go before God but through me. That's right. Okay, so... I appreciate that you brought that up because my kids, I push very hard in that direction of exactly what you're saying and have had to fight against the schools and fight against a lot of things. And trust me, I would love to send them to a private school, but I can't afford it. Mm -mm. I'm not rich. Mm -mm. I barely, I could barely pay bills half the time. That's why you should have vouchers and have the ability yeah oh i want vouchers oh i've been begging you know we demand it's not going to happen now no of course not. it's definitely not going to happen in this state so we're probably you know i'm working on things to help new mexico but i might leave new mexico you know i'll still help as much as i can but i don't know if i'll live here 
because it's one of those things of I love New Mexico deeply, but I am really struggling to stay right now. I it agree. is you got to really wonder whether it's a, an environment conducive to raising children. I was about to say mm-hmm. my I still have a younger one. She she's having a little bit of fear issues. It's really starting to bother me. My 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 son and my daughter, they're they're seventeen. They're great. They they don't care. They 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 will not do the they will they have researched themselves and they have made their decisions in a wise way and I'm very proud of them. You know, and I know I'm not supposed to be proud, but I'm really happy about what has outcome for them because they are standing strong and trying to teach others, other children uh, of their age, don't believe this, don't buy this, Mm -hmm. you know, listen, hey, listen to my dad, listen to me, you know, here's the real information, you need to go do the research. I praise God that the Lord has blessed them that way, you know, because they are the, you know, the ones kind of standing against Mm -hmm. the night, right, trying to tell their own generation this is not right. Don't buy it. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid. Because, oh, my gosh, they have to deal with people. And I've had to even some remove or ask them kindly or sometimes forcefully of, you cannot be this fr- friend with this person anymore. Right. I'm sorry. You can't. They are not good for you. And I know that from my own experience of having friends that have taken away good things in my life. And so... I try to, you know, at least show them, like, why is this person worth being your friend if these are all the things they're doing and it's making you feel terrible? That's not what friendship is about, is them using you to feel better. You know, a lot of these people do that, you know. And hey, so, guys, we're at the end of this segment. So, um, we'll, con- you know, we'll continue. Like, so, just a little idea what I want to do in the in the next segment I want to talk a little bit about this same-sex bill uh, that the Senate put through, um, how I believe it violates the Tenth Amendment. And then there was another thing, too, um, about about what I title highway robbery, which is a really interesting topic. But I want to just kind of summarize this because we started off talking about the, the children, about being afraid. And... They're basically being indoctrinated in schools they're, it, with stuff that's pseudoscience. That, mm-hmm. And like we said, there are numerous different things that could be causing certain things to happen. The sun. All, there, one thing we have learned over the past couple, three years is that we can't necessarily trust what scientists say anymore because they obviously, a lot of them don't know what they're talking about. And a lot of them are making uh, conclusions based on consensus. And I've talked about that before. So... Kids should not be living in fear. I remember when I was a kid, I was fearless. I was indestructible. That's how kids are supposed to be. That's how they learn. That's how they grow up and become good adults. So anyway, we'll be right back after the break.
Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road Northeast, call us at 505 292 Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same-day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. Listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. And if you guys want to send me an email with questions and comments, or you would like to maybe get started advertising on the station, this is an awesome station to advertise on. We have a lot of really great conservatives that listen, and trust me, the ads that I'm already running on my station, they're getting a lot of a lot of calls, a lot of That's business great. from those ads. I'm glad so, to hear that. Yeah, a lot of people. Praise God. So uh, email me, Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. So... Before the break, I mentioned that I wanted to talk about this, what I believe is an attack on the Tenth Amendment. And the reason that I say that is, my God, it's happened over and over and over again. It keeps happening. The federal government has so much overstepped their authority on states. Now, I'm actually 
not going to, you know, give an opinion one way or the other on the bill that they passed. I don't really care about that. That's not the point that I'm going to make here. The point I'm going to make is that I believe the federal government should not be intruding upon the states and telling them what to do. Let me read the Tenth Amendment to you just so you understand what it is. I've done this before, but I'll do it again. The Tenth Amendment, the power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states, respectively, or to the people. Now, the, the meaning of that is very, very simple. The meaning of that is, is that the, if the Constitution does not give a particular authority to the federal government, which is actually very, very limited. If you read the read the Constitution, which I highly recommend, it's actually a very, very quick read. It's it doesn't take a long time to do it, but it gives only very limited specific powers to the federal government. The federal government is supposed to be below the states. Yep. Okay. So when when the federal government comes in and dictates to the states on what they have to do, that is a violation of the Constitution. So, and the other, okay, so let's, let's, let's talk about the first thing here. Where in the Constitution, if you read the Constitution, where in the Constitution does it give the federal government any authority over marriage? Yeah, it, it, nowhere. 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 None. Yeah. You know, and it's like marriage. It doesn't even have, even though we have uh, an amendment for when it comes to firearms, they don't have the authority over the firearms. They do right? not. It's the same thing. As a matter of fact, to the opposite, the the, the, the Constitution clearly states, shall not be infringed. Shall right? not be infringed. The right, right of the people, the right of the not people. the military, not the federal government, the no. right of the people shall not be infringed. That is basically, okay, hands off the federal government, period. No messing around with it. No infringement. Nothing. That means requiring permits, requiring training, yeah. requiring all of this other stuff is unconstitutional for the federal government to yep. impose upon the states. Yep. The states should not be required to do background checks. Nope. They should not be required to do all these things that they get pressured into by the federal government, usually with money. Mm -hmm. um, and But they do it anyways, right? And, you know, it's funny you mention that because... The 10th Amendment is supposed to be a guard against what's going on right now with Biden. Yep. Edicting. Mm-hmm. Edicting. So I edict this. I edict that. Oh, you're making, you're producing oil out of New Mexico. Well, I'm not, I don't want you doing that anymore. He has absolutely he no, has authority. no authority in that. It's New Mexico that can decide to drill that oil and sell it to wherever they want to. Mm -hmm. And then it's interstate commerce. The only time the federal government has any and I'm not high authority, but it's a mediation authority. That's only if there's a conflict that's between a, one state or another or one state and a foreign it. government. That's yeah, it. You nailed it. That's they the only time the federal government has authority. don't have authority over the truck crossing the state line. No. Mm -hmm. They only have authority if the states dispute over water, over resources, over oil below the ground. They would come in and say, okay, New Mexico, you get this much. Texas, you get this much. And they would have to agree. If they don't, it would go to court. Mm-hmm. So that's the way it's supposed to work. There, you know, the federal government, all it's supposed to do, guess what the biggest protection it's supposed to do for us? The border. Which they're failing. Which they're failing. They, they totally won't even do it. Like the, the charter is very clear that they are only to deal with foreign issues. Mm -hmm. We make the commerce. We trade. The only reason the federal government would be there is to trade to another country. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so hey, I have this business, and I've worked with the state governor or whatever to drill out this oil, and we want to sell it to uh, Mexico. Well, we would have to go to the federal government at that point, but but nowhere, if I sell it anywhere else in the United States, do I have to ever talk to any government entity. I just supposed to put it in a truck and sell it so to this a is refinery. A description then, what you're describing is what our country doesn't understand in right. general. Oh yeah, the, the federal government between just a republic and a democracy. Yeah, republic. Well, they a democracy. They is, don't. They they interchange the two. Yeah, not I hate understanding that. that they're different, but they don't understand the federal government's role as a intermediary intermediary that's yeah. right that's and all that, they're supposed and to that's do that's why we are a republic yeah you have to because if we were a democracy everybody would have to vote on everything correct one but two that means all you got to do is buy votes and that's why uh was it benjamin franklin i can't remember don't quote me on the person but it was said by one of our forefathers that a democracy is two wolves deciding what what sheep to eat <laughs> makes sense that's a democracy yeah. so every time democrats say our democracy is 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 in threat they're wrong there's Correct. no democracy we here don't folks have a democracy. we have a republic a constitutional yes. republic that has a de- a pseudo democracy voting system yeah mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Yep. Thank you. Because I can tell nuts. you, I talk to people all the time and they have no clue that it's different. And they, they don't. actually utilize those two terms. Well, all the people that voted for MLG, I guarantee, Correct. have no concept of how governance is supposed they to work. They the term democracy around all the time. And I hear this happening even on the conservative news stations. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen Calling yeah, it a democracy. Calling us it's a like democracy. It's like you idiots. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you call yourself a conservative uh, mm-hmm. television, you know, news yeah. station. It's like, first of all, you don't even understand the fundamentals of this country. It's not a democracy. It's not. So now that again, they're wanting to disallow the Constitution and yeah. shove down our throat the agenda again yes. for this marriage. Well, because it, it, it didn't succeed. Of Amendment. Yep. You know why they're passing this law, though? Because the Supreme Court, because Clarence Thomas already threatened saying because of what they did with the whole abortion thing he says fine guess what i'm going after next he did he openly said i did i did come gay marriage is next Mm -hmm. he's like because they never the court never had the authority the supreme court had only the authority over california so so but the supreme court said oh this is for all 50 states that was not ever legal no so, th- yeah, the gay marriage thing is not my issue. I, I really don't care about that. I mean, I care in certain ways. I don't like it being exhibitioned and shoved down our kids' throats. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm the type of person that says, if you're going to do what's in your bedroom, that's between you and God, and you're going to have to face God on that. Mm-hmm. But don't shove it down my child's throat. Don't shove it down my throat. Don't force me to accept what mm-hmm. it is. You know, don't 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 force me to do that. That's not fair to me. And also, like you said, the government doesn't even have control over marriage. Where and, did they take that control? Where, over where did marriage? they take that control over marriage? They just yeah. kind of did that, and nobody noticed, so they got away with it. And it's like, and so why do gay people need it anyways? Right? Why is it they that that community, the LGBTQ nobody plus need it. five, six, seven, eight? You know, because that's what's going to be next mm-hmm. is five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Watch, mm-hmm. but um, because uh, I'm an I'm a five, <laughs> I, I'm a five. What marriage I, is supposed to be is that you go to whatever uh, you know 
religious or right. church. Yeah, it's, you, that you that you are, and then you have witness before and, people, and you witness before people, and they and say, God. "Okay, uh, do you you know do you take so and so? Do you yep. take so and so? Okay, you're married, and that is it. Yeah, you know, somehow back, the government managed even, to stick a contract in there. Even under Rome, there wasn't always unless it was like richer people, then they would yeah they would get a, a scribe. And mm-hmm. they would scribe it out because they don't want their wife or significant other taking their authority. Or they wanted the wife to take over if they died, right? So one or the other. But there wasn't, like, a document. It was just you were married in front of your community, like you said, in front of witnesses and in front of God. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at and and you look at the marriage that was in a small village, God, what's the village? See, this is the play. That was the marriage that... The way they did it where the groom would build the room on the house and the wife the 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 wife the wife (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm terrible today the the fiance yeah or what's the other betrothed betrothed or whatever you know they waited yeah right until that was ready and then remember like the father would decide if everything was ready yeah. Now this probably the father didn't wait months. He probably it probably once the room was done and he had all the food together that night or the next day, they probably said, Okay, go get her. You know, we tell the son, Go get her, go get your bride, bring in the bride, they get married in front of everybody, right? And this is the same example that the Lord used for revelation and end times, right? Right. Was when he's Christ. coming, it's when he only comes when the Lord says, Okay, Jesus, you've finished, you've made the rooms for everybody, go get them. And so that's why I tell people do not believe this Armageddon junk. Do not believe what people are telling you because even the Lord said he didn't know the time. If he didn't even know the time of the end times, which I hate calling it end times because it's not that. It's a revelation. As you're seeing even now, your COVID, what has it done? Woke up almost half almost half the nation. I would say actually has woken up half the nation. Mm-hmm. What is the count in Revelation that the Lord says people being pulled up, brought up to the Lord when he returns, right? Mm-hmm. What's the count, right? It's 100. one in the two in the field. One's pulled oh, up. That's right. One just disappears. The other one's left behind. Two are in the granary, pining away, you know, working the granary. One goes up, one slaves behind. So he's giving you already the percentage is about, I would say it's just under 50. This is my opinion. Just under 50%. I think it's like 45 to 48% that's going to be lifted up. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what you're seeing in the polls. Mm-hmm. You're seeing that split. Of about 48% of more conservative Christian values, it's almost 50%. You know, it fluctuates. You see mm-hmm. it go up and down. But, you know, it's about 50%. Well, what did the Lord say in Revelation? <laughs> it's 50%. Well, that's why it's a revelation. Yeah. Because we're waking up. See, what you know, look at the—you've got to look at the word of Revelation to understand that it's not a bad thing. It's an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. It's a waking up. Guess what? It's it's a waking up. I mean, that's really the sort of definition of that word mm-hmm. is waking up or eyes being opened and ear, you know, your mind being opened. So the federal government again is overreaching. 
yep. uh, in an area they shouldn't be. But I also see this as uh, dismantling of the family unit, which BLM, we know, uh, well, yeah. is all about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and our government supports all of that. And so does our uh, local government, because whenever they were rioting and, and protesting, uh, we let them destroy our cities. But I see this as a direct affront to us being asleep as a people in general and much less believers. Because I, like you, um, I've had, in fact, in high school, my two best friends were gay. And I had a cousin that was gay. He committed suicide about 11 years ago. And I love them. I love them deeply. Uh, Did I uh, subscribe to their lifestyle? No. Uh, I perform with a lot of comedians that are gay and lesbian. Do I love them? I do. I hug them. Some of them are very talented. Uh, But do I congratulate them on their recent marriage? No, I don't. Um, I don't expect them to tolerate me being sexually overt with my husband. Uh, At my age, it would not be pretty anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, that's very disrespectful. Yeah. So in public, I am really affronted with this culture that that taught us live and let live. And that's where we come from. We're okay. I'm okay with you. You live your life. Sure. Yeah. You know, keep it to yourself. I keep mine to myself. Let's live in harmony. Let's love each other. But see, that whole idea is going out the window. It, what they did was they said, ha-ha, okay. So they're yeah, accepting us. Yeah, the slippery us. slope. Yep. So now that they accepted us, now they've got to approve got to of approve us. It. Yeah. And now that we kind of get them on our side, now they have to justify us. Yes. Now, mind you, part of that is a conscience issue. Yeah. Because gay and lesbian goes against everything that God created man and woman. We yeah. are the image of God. Yep. Our matrimony, our oh, it's covenant a, it's promise. sacred. It is beautiful. Yeah. And so because we are that and they are not they want us to compromise what we believe in to make them feel better and um i won't do it i'm not mean about it um i went to a store i won't say which one because if you go in there you'll know exactly who i was talking about uh last night to buy a few things that i need to look beautiful (laughs) and um a lot of (laughs) <laughs> Paint spackle go in. And flip this house, girl. Uh, but I went, and uh, I'm generally not taken by surprise, but I was amazed. This boy's eyelashes entered the room before I got there. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, there was a day in my life where we knew people like this and they weren't accepted necessarily and they were and yeah, people they were, were mean weirdos i know or whatever yeah but at the same time it's like why yeah why why do you have well because they did it for attention right and then that's what i stood there and i i he smiled sweetly he was very kind and gave me my order and i stood there and i said god this man is lost yeah. he's lost his identity and i prayed said a little prayer for him uh, but unfortunately in the culture that we live in, and because our federal government is so pro-disintegrating well, our country and, and our pushing moral it fabric and they pushing it on us and yeah. making laws on yeah. it and everything, uh, it, it is to me the most egregious thing that we're. I would have never believed well, I'd be living you in know times like these. You know what's really funny about this? This this gay marriage uh, bill. Okay, this is 
just like the abortion, they have nothing to run on. Mm-hmm. This is the setup for two years from now. Yeah. How do I know that? Hmm. Well, what do we see with abortion, especially in this state? For some reason, how did MLG run on only abortion? No, and marijuana. And marijuana. That's right. Right. That's well, right. no, she already legalized it. Well, that's true. But that so what how she could she run on it oh, now? And she got thirty thousand. No, she literally stuff. did run a campaign. She run a campaign mm-hmm. on oh, yeah, abortion. Yeah. yeah. On abortion, yeah. and she won. I know. I mean, that's why. That's another reason why I'm thinking on leaving the state because it's like. I can't live in a state that allows themselves to be tricked like this and are willing to continue when the rest of the nation is saying, you know what, maybe we need to back off dial, on this. Dial back, yeah. They're dialing it up here in this one mm-hmm. state. And it, it really makes you sick to your stomach because you know what's going to happen. And, and I fought and I've, you know, my sister, she really wants me to move to Texas, okay? Because she believes that I've, bled so much for this state that it's like Derek they're not giving back they they have taken everything from you and you love it and you care for it and you want it but there's at what point where is it that you Derek Scott can't keep doing this you know it's the whole oil issue right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's really worried that I'm giving so much to New Mexico and to the city and to the state and fighting every direction that I'm not taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of true. There's been some health issues, as you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it makes you wonder. It's like, is this, should I just back off? It's been hard for me. It's I'm going to be wrestling over this for, for a while, for it's sure. It's hard for me, too. But you, you don't, I don't know if you know, but I work for CareNet. Yeah. And just so that everyone knows that my personal opinions obviously don't always necessarily line up with the mission of CareNet. Although the mission of CareNet is um, Christ-centered ministry right. uh, that comes alongside families in, in crisis. In crisis, right. Right, and so that part I do, but I just want to make sure as an individual person, my opinions do not cloud CareNet. But, uh we're in a battle in this state, and I get discouraged like you too, Derek. I'm, I'm tired of seeing uh, women with eight-month baby bumps walking into Southwest Women's Options yeah, to have an abortion. And uh, I'm sad it's to see all of the Texas license plates parked yeah, at the abortion clinic, it, the tourist dollars, the religious, quote, organizations that will pay for women to fly here, room here. Yep. And have an abortion, and then they take them home. Yep. Uh, the abortion pill madness, which was ushered in uh, because of COVID, um, they used to have uh, guidelines to where women had to have at least three visits before they did that. They had to be assessed. They had to verify their pregnancy and all of these things. And now they can get it mail order. So their bathrooms are now oh. turning into abortion clinics. As opposed to abortive women, I can tell you it was traumatic enough walking in and confidently believing that my life was going to be um, reset and normal again and walking out and never being the same, much less looking in my toilet and realizing that that blob of tissue is a child. Yeah. And so we are dealing with a very uh, death culture in this state. Uh, I hate to see patriots leave. A lot of people have left. and we've Well, they've already left, and I'm left. wondering, yeah. did we lose because of yeah. the exodus of and it? I, and uh, my husband and I have talked about, you know, oh, gosh, we're so tired. But at the same time, if we leave, um, 
who's going to stay and, and fight the good fight. I know for me, this is the last. Well, that's what kept me here for the past two years mm-hmm. is that exact thing and that we need to win something and we, we need to work on something. We are. But it's like you look at it and just go, well, you know, they just literally came in, tore it out of our hands and threw it in the trash and laughed in our face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I think there's another direction that we can go as as voters and as people and as candidates. But I think the Republican Party ain't going to be the way that goes yeah. anymore. Well, honestly. you know, you you had a you made a really good point earlier, Derek, when you were saying that basically what the Democrats are doing is they're using this issue oh, yeah, to, to, to buy to, votes. To buy votes. That's what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. It's like Just okay, like, well let's we'll do this for you guys and then like you'll the you'll continue to vote for us. Oh, and how many stimulus checks did she give us right before the oh, yeah. election? Yeah. There's yeah. a whole see how is yeah. that not you know, a lot of people even some Democrats brought up how is that not buying votes mm-hmm. there was democrats in the house saying whoa how is this not buying i never votes? got one of them checks yeah i didn't either yeah i don't know who got them well, i got a hispanic last name so i got one <laughs> 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 so yeah so but you know the thing is it's like i'm pointing out that this is a clear violation of the 10th amendment yes but it's like and but yet there were actually you know how I was talking about how there's a lot of rhino Republicans and we need to get rid of those people. Mm. There was actually rhino Republicans that voted for this bill. Yeah. They obviously either have no respect for the Constitution at all, which, by the way, they took an oath to the Constitution when yes. they were sworn into office, yeah. which apparently they violated that. Yeah. And, and, that and remember, an oath is a contract. Yeah, and if this was a and fair world, they would be kicked out of office. Oh, yeah, they'd be gone. For voting for this for this Well, voting for like this I always bill. say, if the Lord was here and on his throne, yeah, that would never happen. Well, if this was Old Testament times, right? Old Testament times, New Mexico Ooh. would probably be smited and burned. To the oh ground. yeah, we'd be we'd be destroyed. Miss, yeah, hold yeah. on to your britches, folks. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's the other reason. I'm like, do I really want to be in this state? Because I don't want to be. It's. I don't want to be part of that wrath. Thank you, know, you very after much. After this election, it's made me realize that New Me- there is a large part of New Mexico that's a very, very dark, evil place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that that makes this place tolerable for me is all the good friends I've made during all of this nonsense. Yep. Yeah. They, they're the people that keep me around. Well, and that's the community that we need to continue to build. It is. And keep strong, and don't let it waver. You know, it's like what I've talked to you about the other group. Mm-hmm. You know. We need to keep it strong and unwavering and get people together. Yeah, because I just I I still don't see this lasting very long. Because there's no way it their policies will continue to spiral this state out of control. I mean, look at our crime. But the people that support them are clueless. Are clueless, and the, so the, the, the state can, it's not can until fall apart and completely into ruins, and they're going to wonder what happened. Anyway, guys, we're at the end of the second hour third hour uh, we're going to talk a little bit about highway robberies you're not you're going to want to stick around for this one it's going to be a good one we'll be right back because i feel us drowning in a sea spill for the 